Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. I hope all is well. It's Thursday, the sun is out and Manchester City are about to bid for Declan Rice. Bit late today at this video. I've been on the golf course uh, and I think I was about the whole whole 13 when I looked at my phone, had a scroll through Twitter and saw the meltdown had started after David Ornstein and a few other journalists got the story that Manchester City were about to bid for Declan Rice. Now, we don't know how much that bid is yet or if it's gone in, but it certainly throws a little bit of a spanner in the works when it comes to Arsenal. Now, we know Arsenal have had two bids turned down, the second of which was for a club record 90 million you would suggest that Manchester City are certainly going to go in higher with higher than that for their first bid because they know what West Ham have rejected for uh, already from Arsenal so you would expect it's going to be near enough the 100 million pound mark and then it leaves Arsenal with a decision to make Arsenal will bid again I'm sure they'll bid again the expectation is that they will bid again um it just depends on how much that bid is and how far they are willing to go. Unfortunately, if you're going to get into a bidding war with Manchester City, realistically, there's only one winner there. There is a slight... um, There is a slight caveat to that in terms of player preference, and player preference could be key here. Now, we know Declan Rice in front of us there is keen on a move to Arsenal, has been very open to the idea of a move to Arsenal. Will that be enough to get the deal done? Who knows? The the lure of playing for Man as much as you might want to play for Arsenal and are open to playing for Arsenal, if Manchester City come knocking with Pep Guardiola, the treble winners, the best team in Europe, the best team in the world, let's face it, come knocking, it's probably pretty hard to say no to that. Um we've seen a lot of players struggle to say no to that in the past when they probably should have done Calvin Phillips a case in point last summer. Now Declan Rice you would think would get in this Manchester City team. Where exactly? I'm still not entirely sure. They've just somewhere well, they're about to sign Kovacic. They've got Rodri in that area, but we know what City do. They pack their squad with top top quality players, and clearly they believe they've got a chance of signing Declan Rice. They've been sort of 
floating around in the background for a while on this one. I think everyone's been expecting them to get involved at some point, and today is the day that they are going to do that. And yeah, the reaction's not been great, as you would expect on social media. I think you need to. I think you need to look at this a few ways. It is frustrating. I've said it myself that I feel like if Declan Rice is absolutely the priority, which we know he is, to be fair for Arsenal, that sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and try and get the deal done as quickly as possible. And they haven't been able to do that, and that has left the door open for other clubs. But also, you look at it from the other another perspective and look at it from a West Ham point of view, they were always going to try and drag this out for as long as possible because it suited them all. They didn't just want one pl- one team involved in Declan Rice. They don't care where he goes to. They just want to get the most money for him. And just sort of having one team involved was never ideal for them. They wanted this situation where you've got Manchester City involved, Manchester United involved, and Arsenal involved because you want to get the best price possible for a player who's got two years left on his contract and he's your captain. You don't want to just give him away to the first club that comes knocking at the first bid. So they were always going to drag this out for as long as possible. Um, and they've done that. And now this is, you know, it's worked out perfectly for them because the price is going to go up and they're going to get, you would think, well over 100 million for Declan Rice. It's just going to be really intriguing how Arsenal react to this. How much do they want him? How far are they willing to go? We saw what they did in January. They absolutely wanted Mikhail Madrid, but they weren't prepared to go as far as Chelsea were. And so they backed away and Chelsea got the deal done. Will that happen again this summer? We'll have to wait and see. I think it's slightly different with Madrid because... The way I look at it, he wasn't coming in to be a guaranteed starter in the first team by any means. Arsenal had the players, you know, you had Martinelli on the left, you had Saka on the right. He wasn't going to come in and walk into the first team. Declan Rice was going to come in and walk into the first team and be this huge figure in the team, this leader, you know, absolutely trying to take the club to the next level. So it's slightly different from the Mudrick situation, I think, because he's just, he's so essential. He's been the priority. He's the player they really want to come in and take the level, to take the team to the next level. Madrid wasn't that. Madrid was a player who had huge potential, um, but they didn't, you know, he wasn't someone who's going to walk in and immediately improve things. So that might convince them to push forward a little bit more and try and push Manchester City as far as they can. Player preference is clearly going to be key here. I think, now we know that Declan Rice is very keen on a move to Arsenal, but like I said, when Manchester City come knocking, when Pep Guardiola comes knocking, I think you'd be mad as a footballer to not listen to what they've got to offer. So I think player preference could be key here. And it's just, unfortunately, it's another transfer saga. We were hoping it was going to be an early one and one that's done relatively early. It's not been a case. West Ham uh, very much in a strong position now. And it's going to be intriguing to see how Arsenal react. Let me know what you guys think of it. I can see how a lot of you think of it in terms of certainly on my other social media channels. And I can understand there's a lot of frustration out there at this one. But I think, again, you've got to try and bring a bit of perspective to the situation and and look at what West Ham are doing and why they're doing it. And I think they've got every right to do it. And um, I think the way they've played it so far this summer has been perfect. And it's going to mean they're going to get an awful lot of money for their star man, which is what they wanted at the start of the summer. So I think I saw a really good point on Twitter. I think it was Yankee Gunner. Yankee Gunner um, Elliot said it on on Twitter. And he said, if you if anyone expected you were going to go and sign a 24-year-old England international, probably the biggest signing of the summer in the Premier League, anyone thought you were going to just go and get that done smoothly without anyone else getting involved, then, you know, you're kidding yourselves almost. And I think it's a very good point. You know, this it, this was always going to be a difficult one to do because of the stature of the player and because of the other teams who are involved and because of what West Ham 
you know, how important he was to West Ham. It was always going to be a difficult one to do and it's proven to be that. And, you know, it's not over by any means. Absolutely not over. This is just a new development and it will be really interesting to see how Arsenal react to it. But let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Um, right, Kai Havertz in better news. Uh, if that's what you want to call it, because I know a lot of you don't actually want the Kai Havertz, so might be, it might not be better news for some of you, but for a lot of you, you're very excited about the potential Kai Havertz coming for Arsenal, and that one is now very close to completion. The deal has been agreed with Chelsea. It's going to be around sort of 60 million, rising to around sort of 65 potentially uh, with add-ons for Kai Havertz. That deal has been agreed now in principle, but it's all about sort of getting the deal done. Havertz, I think, is away on holiday at the moment. Um, which might hold things up a little bit in terms of his medical. So Simon Collins at the standard was saying that Arsenal might even try and get the medical done abroad just to try and wrap it up quickly, which might be a, a pretty wise idea. Myself and Sam were talking about it on yesterday's show. Thank you very much for all the lovely comments for that uh, on that show yesterday, me and, uh, me and Sam done. Um, if you haven't followed Sam yet, please do go and follow him because he's a fantastic reporter, really is one of the best out there when it comes to Arsenal. And um, yeah, you you absolutely should be following him 100%. So if you haven't done it, have a go, have a flick over to Twitter after this. Give him a follow and he'll provide you with some really, really good news throughout the summer. Excellent reporter. And um, yeah, lots of nice comments on that show. So thank you very much for that. And while we were speaking yesterday, we said that that was a deal that was potentially going to be the quickest one to complete for Arsenal. And it's proved that way or it's headed that way now with the deal being agreed with Chelsea and a medical very much imminent for Kai Havertz. Where he fits in in this Arsenal system is going to be really interesting to see. We talked about it yesterday. What position will Mikel Arteta have in his mind for Kai Havertz? Um, is he going to come in as a starter? Could he be a could he be an option for that left eight position? Um, we're going to have to wait and see. But he's a player that uh, has very much um, divided opinion so far. But I'm willing to give Arteta and Edu the trust on this one. They've ID'd a lot of good players in the past. And if they think he can come in and improve the team and improve the squad, then I don't see why he can't. He's certainly a talented player. We know that. We saw what he did with Leverkusen before he went to Chelsea. It didn't quite work out as he would have wanted at Chelsea or how Chelsea would have wanted it to work out. But he stepped up in big moments. He scored the winning goal for him in a Champions League final. He scored the winning goal for them in the World Club, in the World Club uh, Cup as well. So big moments he has delivered for them. Um, and whether he can do that for Arsenal, we'll have to wait and see. And where he's going to play, I think it's going to be a really interesting development as pre-season goes on and we start to get a bit of a sort of indication from what Mikel Arteta is doing in terms of what he sees for Kai Havertz. Uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, big day for him today. He is in action for the England under-21s. Their tournament gets underway, I think, 5 o'clock kickoff today. They're playing the Czechs. Um, so, big Big summer for Emil, I think. He he really wants to play in this tournament and do well and make a big impact and sort of tee himself up well for the for the new season. Arsenal will be watching closely how he gets on. Uh, he'll be linking up with the squad after the tournament, of course. And, um, you know, I think it's a really important summer for him. It's really important that I think if he can have a good tournament, then he can go over and have a good pre-season tour with Arsenal, then he's going to put himself in a really good position to make a big impact this, this season. So he's playing today at five o'clock. Nuno Tavares played... Yesterday, um, shock defeat for Portugal actually lost 2-0 um, against Georgia, co-host Georgia. So that was a surprise. Tavares play, played full 90 minutes at left-back. Uh, Fabio Vera, of course, not playing for Portugal. He pulled out. He was going to be captain for them at the tournament, but he pulled out just ahead of it because of was described as a medical issue. I think it's an illness, Fabio Vieira. But Arsenal believe he'll be back 
training within a couple of weeks, which is a good thing. It means we're back for pre-season because I think him, like Smith-Rowe, needs to have a good pre-season. I think it's really important. He was injured for all of pre-season last season. Um, he needs to hit the ground running. So hopefully that's right. And he's only out for a couple of weeks. He did have a, he did say, he said, I tried everything to be ready to play for my country. I love to play for Portugal, but unfortunately it was not possible. I didn't feel on top to play and help the team and the medical staff agreed. The most important thing is my health. And this precaution was taken to reduce any risks. Now is the time to rest and be 100% ready for pre-season and next season. Now, I think he knows equally as we do that this is a really important summer for Fabio Vieira. He had a good start to life at Arsenal and then tailed off pretty dramatically during the second half of the season. It was very disappointing over the second half of the season. There's still a lot of question marks about Vieira whether he can cope with the Premier League, whether he's got the quality to cope with the Premier League, whether he can handle it physically. So he needs to have a good summer. He needs to have a good start to the season and sort of silence those doubts because Arsenal spent a lot of money on Fabio Vera, lots of money on him. And he needs to deliver and become a really important, maybe not first team player, but a really important uh, squad player uh, for Mikel Arteta. Okay, so, right, let's go into some of your questions now, shall we, uh, on this one. And uh, we're going to start with, let's see, who did I put down? Lewis, um, who says, Man City entering the race to sign Rice officially uh, is annoying. (laughs) You're right, it's definitely annoying. Do you think if he chooses City, brackets, why wouldn't you? Uh, that will mean Party and Xhaka will stay. Even if we went for Caicedo instead, he doesn't have Rice's experience and think losing th- th- those players will crush our attempts at maintaining a Champions League push. Yeah, I, I agree. Look, Granite, I think Granite goes. I'd be very surprised if he goes. Whatever happens this summer, I think if Arsenal can get at least one player through the door, then, then, then Granite goes and he has the blessing of the club to do that. He's ready to go. I know he was. We were all there at the end of last season. He said his goodbyes. And, you know, I'd be surprised if he is still there. Thomas Partey is an interesting one because I just think if you don't get Rice, I don't see how you can allow Thomas Partey to leave. I really don't. I think it would be too big a risk with the Champions League. Yes, Jorginho's there, but if you don't get Rice, and even if you got, like like you said, Lewis, I think even if you got Kaiseido, a younger player, someone like Kaiseido, who would be very hard to get now anyway because all the focus has been on Rice and Chelsea have kind of moved ahead in the race for Caicedo. It's not saying it's impossible, but it'll be a difficult one to do. But so whoever you get in, if you miss out on Rice, I think it'd be a big, big risk to lose party as well. So, um, you know, I can't, I can't say for certain that it will, it will change Arsenal's plans in terms of the outgoings. I don't think it will for Granite, but I think for Thomas party, there's certainly up for debate. Um, in terms of what you do with him. And uh, SM Comedy here says as well, he said, I heard Party wants to leave Arsenal, not the other way around. See, I, that's not what I've heard. I've heard Party was, is very happy at Arsenal and you know, he wanted to stay or wants to stay or is happy to stay and you know play in the Champions League. The whole reason he signed for Arsenal was to get the club back in the Champions League. Now they're there. You know, he wants to play in that. But having said that, if you've got a bunch of Saudi clubs offering you unbelievable wages and you're a 30 year old then that is a highly tempting offer so you know that might well turn his head but from a footballing point of view my understanding of Thomas Partey was that he's you know absolutely happy to stay at Arsenal and wants to play in the Champions League with Arsenal that was the whole reason he joined the club but you know money talks at the end of the day and if someone's offering you unbelievable money that will set you up for life and your family up for life then that might change your thinking of of a player um, so we'll wait and see on that. Um, 
And lastly, just another Lewis, actually a second Lewis, who um, this isn't a question on Arsenal, but he says, any plans to make this a podcast, Charles? I know it may seem like an Arsenal podcast scene is overinflated already, but maybe worth it. Um, would be helpful for me because I can't really listen on YouTube. Um, yes, well, yesterday's show was the first show that I did uplo- upload to all the generic um, usual podcast hosts. So it is on Apple, it's on Acast, Spotify. I think I've got to wait a couple of days before it drops into Google, before Google pick up the channel because it's a new channel. But these will soon, if not already, be available on podcasts certainly soon after it goes live on YouTube. Um, so do keep your eyes out. And if that is how you want to listen and listen to these shows, then you will be able to just search for Inside Arsenal. I'll put the links up as well and you will be able to download it as a podcast. And there'll be more, more podcast stuff coming from me as the summer and certainly the start of the season progresses as well. And there'll be a, announcements about that as we head on towards the start of the season. So keep your eyes peeled. But for now, yes, if you want to download these in a podcast and hunt around on the usual podcast sites, and you should find it anyway, um, I've tried done my best to upload it. I am technically awful, so I might have marked it up. But it was there yesterday, and hopefully this one will be there as well. So thank you very much for your question, Lewis. And thank you very much, everyone, for watching today. Anything you've agreed with, disagreed with, as usual, please do let me know. Fire in some questions that you want answered tomorrow. I'll go through a few of them, pick them for tomorrow's show. Until then, have a very good day, everyone, and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 